1: Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is the Anatomy of a Scream Pod Squad Network.
2: And welcome back to The Altar Tapes. It's a weekly podcast dedicated to looking at different altar shorts. I am Joe Lipsit, and I'm joined by Sheree Bohannon.
3: Hi! happy to
2: bother you again <laughs> I was gonna say you and I were the ones who like technically kick-started this podcast off so I'm very excited to reunite with you and we're gonna talk about Couples Therapy which is a short directed by Tim Hendricks and written by May Cat. and this is about a nice couple is having some problems so they go to a therapist and that is burying the logline folks <laughs>
3: Um, yes, that is what it says, um, <laughs> and I love it for saying that, because it, it's not untrue, but there's more to the story.
2: Mm-hmm, yeah, so folks, if you haven't seen the short, it turns out that they are not a nice couple, they are a couple of serial killers who have abducted a therapist, and they are basically forcing him to give them free therapy, and then, spoiler alert, the killers end up, I guess figuring their shit out and then co-murdering this dude and then fucking and that's the short
3: right it's there's so much there but also it's just like what is happening
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah so you suggested this one and i'm intrigued was there something that brought you to it or that you gravitated to
3: um this is one of the shorts I saw when I was at FilmQuest last year.
2: Mm, mm-hmm. And so
3: I was able to see it with an audience, which is always a plus in these coveted times. Right. Um, and so, like, I remember listening to everybody laugh, and horror comedies are not my bread and butter. Um, okay. I'm- I'm coming to them later in life some of them some of the newer ones that are smart and like doing the right things I can get behind and I really enjoy but like I'm just a hard sell so like mm-hmm. the things that people were laughing at in this one I was like meh and then like the quieter more subtle bits I was like oh my god this is so hysterical like when he's
2: <laughs> <laughs> like
3: when Rob is waving the knife in the doctor's face and the doctor's reacting to that cause like they're just not paying attention to him they're talking about their own shit mm-hmm. uh, and I'm like that's funny that's a reaction <laughs> and it's like silent and then like they'll tell a joke and people like ha 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 I'm like oh yeah no I forgot (laughs) for different things
2: yeah, I'll confess, I have the same kind of issue. Like overall, I thought that this was very cute, but I wouldn't yeah. say that it was like laugh out loud funny to me. And I do think that part of that is just I'm I'm on the record as having a bit of a difficult to tickle funny bone. I prefer dry humor. I prefer like kind of British humor where it's wordplay or it's physical comedies mixed with like, high and low art kind of combining to make a joke. And here, it felt like the jokes were just a little traditional.
3: Yeah, like I actually ended up being here more for what it's sort of conveying as opposed to the humor that people are supposed to find funny, mm-hmm. which I mean, I don't think that's what anybody who writes a horror comedy wants to hear. But like, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's very solid and what it's getting across um, as opposed to the humor. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It definitely feels like a short that started with a basic premise, which is what would happen if serial killers went to therapy to talk about their relationship. And I think it's a good start. And part of it is that I don't know if the short is either too long or too short or it just doesn't take it far enough like we should acknowledge the fact that this is a very low budget short I think it actually Mm -hmm. looks very good but it's single location it's not particularly complicated in the way it's shot for the most part so I think it was we've got a great idea let's see how we can execute it we'll get it done in a kind of weekend sort of deal.
3: Yeah. No, I I agree. And I think it's too long, because it's like 12 minutes okay. and change. And I think for a bit like this, like, brevity would have maybe helped to rein it in. Because mm. I feel like, I feel like some of their conversation about the relationship goes on too long. And we have yes. too many of them.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> Which, again, I, I get that this is definitely playing with that idea of couples that don't communicate. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you need a couple examples of that. But I feel like we have too many examples of that.
2: yeah either that or they needed to find new ground to cover it can't just be oh she doesn't want to open up let's talk about it for six minutes yeah 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 Yeah. i will say i found the actors to all be extremely likable and i Mm -hmm. was particularly taken with bevan brew's performance uh that's the the female part of this because i think in a way she gets to do reactions to what rob is doing as the kind of like hey honey i got you a gift it's therapy and she's like you just want me to open up like i'm the only fuckable female serial killer that you know (laughs) and i think she gets a bit more to play off of but also it feels like her performance has levels
3: yes and she also gets an actual arc unlike the other two Mm mm-hmm Because, like, we meet her when she enters, and she's like, uh, who's this guy in the chair? And (laughs) we get get that, like, brief little catch-up, and then we get a little more about her, and we get to, like, see her struggle to, like, be this open person, because, like, I think that a lot of us who are a little bit older in life have our walls and our things. Oh,
2: sure. Yeah.
3: And so, like, I, I find myself relating to her, and, like she has the turnaround at the end and so she's like okay i'm gonna open up we're gonna share Mm -hmm. and then they have that weird like romance song about opening up (laughs) as they stab (laughs) the doctor together and i'm like okay you've made your point Mm -hmm. i get it (laughs) and so i think that it's kind of it's kind of her short even though we don't meet her until a few minutes in
2: yeah yeah i was trying to think okay what have happened in here that would have strengthened this for me because as I said I think it's cute I think it's fine I do agree with you now that we're talking about it that it does feel like it's a little bit too long and I'm wondering if there were things that could have been done to make this a little bit I don't know more substantial
3: I I think that it would be mostly trimming dialogue because we have Rob and Dr. Howard up top, too long together. Mm-hmm. I think they get like a minute or maybe a minute and a half of just them. And right. that feels like an eternity because you're like, okay, you have him tied to a chair. Okay, you have a knife. Mm-hmm. But now what? And so yeah. I would have <laughs> I would have gotten Liv in sooner if I didn't like come in with Liv in the door. That's what I would have done, I think.
2: Right. Yeah.
3: I also probably would have just like ended it with her cutting the doctor's throat because Mm -hmm. I feel like, again, we get like a couple of yuckles, but like, it's not, we don't need everything that happens after that.
2: Mm hmm yeah i read on the uh, youtube comments because they did a kind of q a tim Hendricks and may cat were responding to people's questions and they did mention that all of the blood in the climax was actually done cgi because this is apparently their apartment or the apartment of a friend of theirs and they definitely did not get permission to destroy it the way that they (laughs) do in the short so in that regard i thought okay you know the cgi blood actually doesn't look too too bad but again it does go on for a little too long and i think if you wanted to end it with a oh we get our rocks off by killing this guy and then we literally get our rocks off by fucking each other on the couch. It's like, okay, you could have gotten to that stinger a little bit faster.
3: Exactly. No, because like part of humor is like the timing. Um and sometimes the timing means you need to be quicker about it because like a lot of the funnier things in life are quick things that we don't see coming. Like mm-hmm. it's I watch a lot of TV, but I'm just drawing blanks right now. And I don't know why. I'm just like, what is a TV show? What is a sitcom? But
2: my- <laughs> what is a joke? I don't know. I can't what remember is- it either. I
3: heard one once upon a time.
2: Um- <laughs> oh, that one's definitely not a joke. That's just a terrible fantasy show. <laughs> oh,
3: God, it was awful. It became a joke. It. Um, <laughs> uh, But so many things that most of us laugh at like even what, like at the dark comedy that is scream mm-hmm. like it's because the jokes are delivered quickly like we love right. a one-liner <laughs> we love a we love a jab and go um we don't need to just sit in it forever and that i felt that's what like sort of drew the tension out of it and it made mm-hmm. it hard for me to feel like there were stakes because like the pacing was just so it was so
2: off yes okay so two things because i'm definitely agreeing with you i think editing in particular like trace on horror queers he has often critiqued horror comedies for not using their editing tightly enough so Mm -hmm. and i think sometimes it feels like it's a carryover from a play right where you deliver the punchline and then you wait for the audience to laugh but of course on like a visual medium that's recorded like film or television or the internet it's actually better to not even wait to acknowledge like if people don't get that joke because they weren't listening or they weren't paying attention. That's their fucking problem. Like you mm-hmm. don't wait for the joke to land and then move on.
3: 100%. 100%. Like in in a television medium, you wanted there to be so many jokes. People have to rewatch to get all of the jokes. So they were laughing over some of them.
2: Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
3: And that was not this case. It was very languid for a horror comedy.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just too, too lax days ago. Like, okay, we're taking our time. It makes me wonder if some of this was maybe improv as well. Because it's like, okay, we'll just let it play out and see how it goes. And if we need to, we can always trim it down. And then we just didn't trim it down too much.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that is definitely the case. Because I, I, so much of it could have been cut and I wouldn't have even noticed. Mm. And I wouldn't have cared.
2: Yeah. Well, and that brings me back to your second point, which is the stakes. And I feel like that is maybe one of the other struggles within couples therapy is that I feel like going into it, I knew immediately that they were going to kill the doctor. Oh, yeah. (laughs) and and that's not great though right like because it doesn't feel like a punchline when she then slits his throat or when they both end up stabbing him to death in this kind of orgy of bloodlust like i actually thought it would have been more interesting because there's a moment right where it seems like maybe she'll kill her partner like Mm -hmm. she might kill rob and i just felt like no i know she's not going to do that because she's going to go and kill the doctor
3: right And that's my other thing, is that for all of the other things we talked about, like, we have an obvious ending. Mm
2: -hmm. And
3: part of the reason I love a lot of the shorts on Alter is because I don't know where they're going, and I don't know what we're in the game is. And I felt cheated, because this one, I'm like, oh, they're gonna kill the doctor.
2: And then they killed the doctor.
3: Yeah, like, we could have done, I don't know, I don't know how we would have gotten there. But maybe it would have been cheeky if the doctor was having an affair with one of them. And they were saying up the other person.
2: Yeah, there is this one line, because as I mentioned earlier, her issue is that she thinks maybe the only reason they're in a relationship together is because she's the only female serial killer that he knows and therefore wants to fuck. And he has this throwaway line where he's like, well, I'm not going to fuck any of the others. And as a queer person, I was like, "Mm, okay, but... Part of me thought, oh, it would be sort of amusing if he said, no, you know, like, i fucked plenty of the other dudes, like, you're the person I'm most interested in, or so, like, just something to shake up those conventions.
3: Right? That line sent me, because I was like, so we are, what are we doing? Why are we doing (laughs) it? Um... Especially because, like, he's giving his stats up top. And, like, there are a few other ladies about, Mm -hmm. um, it sounds like. And so it's like, I just, I don't know. Like, maybe it would have been funny if there was, like, an app where they were all meeting other serial killers. Um, (laughs) I don't, there were just so many things we could have tried and we didn't get to try them, especially in a relationship that's been eight months.
2: Right. Yeah, I, I did think it was mildly amusing that they're acting as though it's been forever. And also not forever because it's been eight months. And I was like, I don't, I don't know if that's the joke. Like, is it that they've been together forever or that they're still brand new?
3: Right? I was really happy you brought up plays because it does feel like a one act that happens in a black box Mm -hmm. in like a college because of the way that it's like set up and the way that it's written and the way that it's like even performed even though i love the performers i'm not trying to shade them (laughs) i'm just saying that sometimes kids get like jessica not jessica oh wow that was that was brady i saw my jessica alba earlier um
2: (laughs) (laughs) what has she done to you (laughs)
3: listen (laughs) Um, Sometimes kids get Edward Albee and they have fun with it, right? But it's still an Edward Albee, and so you're you're getting what you get. And a lot of us have seen enough to know what it is. Mm-hmm. And and so there's just like there's no winning. There's <laughs> again, the stakes are the stakes, the ending's the ending. And so now you're just sort of like living in this moment and trying to get any joke you can on the way out.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm curious because you're a playwright, so obviously you're gonna have a better idea of this. Would you say that this feels like an economy of scale, short, where, okay, we want to make something, we don't have a lot of time, we have virtually no budget, we've got three actors that we know are strong performers, so we can rely on them, so we do a quick kind of couple passes at something with the space that we've got, and we're shooting it this weekend?
3: 100%. 100% that. That's what it felt like. Which I, again, I'm not knocking that because they made a movie. I didn't do that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But it it just, it feels like that. And I hate when it feels that way. Because so many, so many movies start out that way and end up being like so majestic and magical and some of our favorites. Mm -hmm. And so I'm always rooting for it.
2: Well, either that or you have to recognize that those are the limitations you're working with. And then is there a way for you to push forward that doesn't require you to have extravagant prosthetics and practical effects or a crowd of 500 people? Like, I don't know. In some ways, you're right. I don't want to belittle this because they absolutely have made something. And I think for the most part, it's enjoyable. And you and I are probably being more critical than a lot of other people are going to say about this short. But yeah, I can't help but wish that maybe the envelope had been pushed a little bit further. And I wonder what more could have been done, particularly because you could lean into these three talented actors and maybe do something more with just them and still keep it in this same small apartment with a couple of days to shoot.
3: Yeah, I feel like the possibilities could have and should have been endless and i i just i don't know how we got to where we got I, and maybe <laughs> maybe it really wasn't being like keep it simple it's a first one let's just get her done um <laughs> done is better than nothing and maybe that was it in which case congratulations but i i just i don't know because i like the acting i like I like the sense of danger. I love the idea of serial killers in a relationship. Like, mm-hmm. I part of the reason I chose this is because it might be research for something I might be getting serious about later in life. Ooh. Writing-wise, I should, like, claim that so people okay. are like, what's okay. this bitch about to do?
2: Um,
3: <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I I just think that there was so much more fun that could have and should have been had.
2: Yeah, I think what I wanted to do was explore more of their relationship but not just as a traditional therapy talking point like I think you could have done something more than just say well we don't talk but we're both serial killers like yeah. that's the jumping off point and what are some of the other interesting things you could unpack
3: I would have loved that because we just get rounds and rounds of him wanting her to open up and mm-hmm. her having her walls up and I mean, yeah, we could talk about how you need to talk to your partners, about how you need to, like, be more open and communicative, But also, it it gets so stale so fast. And we don't get to know what his issues are that might be pissing her off.
1: Um, Mm -hmm. We
3: don't get to know what his downfalls are other than the serial killing. And we also don't get enough of them talking about their actual serial killing, which I feel is more interesting than anybody's relationship. Like...
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was very perplexed by her kind of last minute confession where she says, you know, the first time I killed someone, it was in self defense. And then she just goes from that to and now when I kill, I want it to be fast. And I'm like, but that's not. No, there's a gap there. There's something more like it almost feels like she's talking about something traumatic or I mean, especially because she's a female serial killer and the short has gone out of its way to say, Oh, this is a rare bird. Like not a lot of women are serial killers. That's part of the reason why they're together. So to then suggest that it started almost by accident or because she was vulnerable or at risk. And then, I don't know. I was like, again, there's more that you could unpack and maybe you just didn't want to make the short that much longer, or this is what you were working with and you were fine with it. But it felt like a tantalizing tease that just didn't ever come into fruition.
3: Exactly, which is why that's the other line that like really graded me. Because we need more women on film who are serial killers because they enjoy it as opposed to starting with trauma.
2: Uh uh uh-huh it's one of
3: the reasons i live for tragedy girls (laughs) because they are like we want likes and so we're killing people i'm like yes (laughs) get it go we're here um
2: (laughs) well we both know that media is still afraid of girls being bad because it's perceived that they won't be likable or fuckable
3: right like i because i watched so many 80s slashers it's been kind of weird tracking just even the small area of do we think women enjoy sex oh my
2: god (laughs) (laughs) not a conversation it's just a fact yes they do
3: like literally uh, but the way it's handled in the 80s because like we just watched the burning Mm -hmm. and (laughs) Not to side, not to like go on to be side quests, but like the burning, there is some very mediocre sex and it's just like, well, that's over. <laughs> go get some wood so we can have a fire as opposed yep. to, could he do something else? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> shouldn't she also enjoy this?
2: Speaking of open lines of communication, right? Like, right? Uh, if you're not getting off, tell the person what they need to do so that you can get there.
3: Exactly. Like we, life is too short that's something we all need to just embrace life is too short to not be enjoying sex if you're having sex right um like if you're not enjoying it fix it Mm -hmm. um that's just all there is to it otherwise (laughs) what are you doing
2: look that's our psa it has nothing to do with this short but also right if you're not having good sex uh yeah then do something about that because you should absolutely be enjoying it
3: exactly if you're uncomfortable starting this conversation with your partner play this podcast (laughs) (laughs) and open that dialogue
2: (laughs) serial killers are maybe having better sex than we are that's something we should address maybe by going to therapy
3: right (laughs) full circle
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh boy yeah um okay so if you gave this a rating what would you give this one
3: Okay, so like, again, I am not the biggest horror comedy lover. Mm -hmm. I respect the things that are here and people did laugh. And so I would give it I would give it a very gracious three out of five stars.
2: Okay, okay. Yeah, that that seems perfectly reasonable. I was somewhere between a three and a three and a half. I'm with you that I feel like a lot of the other shorts that we have covered on the podcast have been more adventurous they've been more willing to take risks or maybe push the envelope and I don't know what the difference is between the dollar figure because I really do think when we're talking about shorts that's what it often comes down to right it's like how much time did I have how much money did I have access to so that I could get better equipment spend more time writing fleshing out ideas and so on and I think that this is a really great short for what looks like a small scale effort yeah But with that said, so many of the other shorts that we've seen, I don't know how much bigger a budget they're working with. And it does feel like they've been able to deliver more.
3: 100%. And again, like, I think that dollar 100%. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And and also, this just not... Being my cup of tea, which is something right. I'm. It's hard to convey that because, like, when you're reviewing or critic, oh wow! Like I'm a critic, y'all. Um, when you're
2: <laughs> yeah, you are.
3: <laughs> when you're reviewing or giving criticism to something, people live for the yes or no. But sometimes mm-hmm. there's a yes for some people, but it's a no for me. So it's a maybe.
2: Oh, a hundred percent. Yes, I think that's actually so, so, so fucking valid to say because. It's art. So it's incredibly subjective. And I think that's why it was important for you to lead off the top by saying so hey, horror comedy's not always my bag. Because I think that tells people right away, okay, well, if they really are for them, then they may say, Oh, well, what she's saying isn't going to affect my opinion of this short quite as much.
3: Yeah. No, because like it's like literally it's all opinions. People it's act like mm-hmm. it's a science and it's not. Like we we could watch the same movie and I could leave crying because it hits me and some made my feels and you could be like that was bullshit.
2: Yeah. Um, uh-huh. and
3: it, it doesn't negate either of us, it doesn't validate either of us. Mm-hmm. It's just that we have two different experiences with it. And so it's fine.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, like I'd be curious to hear if we have any listeners who have done therapy or maybe like extensive couples therapy and they're willing to share i'd be curious to know if the approach that the the doctor in particular takes is it valid or reliable or is this mostly like the dude is trying to save his own skin
3: same because that's one of the things i was wondering how much was him actually just being like i gotta stall for time as opposed Mm -hmm. to him being like i can fix some things (laughs)
2: <laughs> maybe if i fix them i won't have to stall for time because they will just come back next thursday
3: right and so that'd be interesting yeah
2: Hmm. yeah and of course if you do like horror comedies tell us if this one in particular worked for you or if you felt like some of the issues that we raised were valid in your eyes
3: Yes, I would love to know. Because again, this is not our wheelhouse. Um, Mm -hmm. This one. And so I would love people to be like, Oh, no, it's top tier, because this isn't this and this other thing. And it's in reference to that other thing. And
2: I'll be like, "Ooh, learning. Hmm. (laughs) Well, I mean, I appreciated having this conversation with you. Because as always, it was an opportunity to just watch another ultra short, which I always enjoy. But also because I think Not every one of these is going to be a winner every time. And to pretend like, oh, it's exclusively fantastic five star shorts. It's like, no, it's not like it's a curated selection. There's new shorts coming out all the time. So sometimes it's good to have a discussion about, hey, I watched it and it didn't quite work for me, but I want to talk about why.
3: Exactly, especially because this is one of those shorts where it's like, a lot of us, could do something similar like most of us have apartments and most of us have iphones of not full out camera equipment right mm-hmm. and so perhaps like whatever this missed the mark on somebody else could like take this as their research and be like you know what here's what we could do in this one here's what we've been given
2: oh my god how exciting would it be if somebody said i watched this i figured out what the problem was and then they reshoot it with like slightly tighter editing and maybe like a different monologue in the middle to like strengthen the character development like how exciting would it be for people to take up the mantle of like you know what I'm gonna take my own stab at this with gentle tweaks to make it a little bit stronger
3: I would live for that like that should be like an alter challenge yes yeah
2: yes oh my god we've fixed it we've solved the problem
3: (laughs) I love it the problem is we all need to make this everybody go
2: yeah go, everybody go team. and make a short that's what we want <laughs> <laughs> um okay so sheree if people want to yell at you because they think that you're not a lover of horror comedies and you are wrong how would they get a hold of you
3: you can find me at miss sheree on twitter um that's where all my shenanigans can be captured in real time yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is true and you also have another podcast i, I can
3: couple yeah um you can find a nightmare on fierce street at nightmare fierce on twitter and you can find blurty massacre at blurty massacre on twitter and they have instagrams too but if you find the twitter you can get into all of that
2: (laughs) it's like a rabbit hole once you find one you will just fall down the other ones and suddenly your entire life will have been taken over by Sheree
3: listen you could lose a whole weekend and you'd be like (laughs) why did i do that um (laughs) where can they find you joe
2: (laughs) i could be reached at b snow my remote and that's the letter b and then i am also on another podcast horror queers which comes out every wednesday and that's at horror queers and then i come out monthly oh my god i come out monthly it's so (laughs) stupid and i also have another podcast that comes out monthly called white ladies in crisis it's the sister show to this uh, anatomy of a screen pod squad network so not on this alter tapes feed but on the other aoas feed
3: Ooh, look at us
2: look at us we're we're getting through the plugs we're making this monday work right
3: right like i love this i love this for us yes yeah.
2: <laughs> productivity yeah <laughs> uh okay so that will wrap up this week's episode of the altar tapes on couples therapy folks we gave you some homework we issued some challenges and we would love to hear from you but uh until next week when a new round of co-hosts and a new short gets discovered uh i guess that's a wrap for us
3: yay Yay. have fun everybody